the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening, Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work, Chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder Sander Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, sacred international journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earthwalk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone's a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and in each weekly show, you'll hear fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in them and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of each of our shows, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. All over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, we ask how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name, utilizing nameology science. Our expert tonight is Linda Sherman, who has developed her genius in the area of astrology. Linda Sherman has had a private practice in astrology for almost 45 years. She serves an international clientele that includes corporations and individuals. She's written two books, What Next? A Survival Guide to the 21st Century, published in 2007, containing targeted predictions that had just recently unfolded, such as the housing crash of 2007, the stock market crash of 2008, followed by a lengthy recession, the rising gold prices, the BP environmental disaster in 2010, and the earthquake and tsunami that hit Japan in 2011. Her second book, published in 2012, is Fast Forward, Surviving the Race to the Future, in which she discusses a great economical depression, climate change, challenges to the powerful elite, and historical cycles in humanity's history. Linda's goal is to educate everyone on these controversial topics to the extent that one can prepare themselves mentally, physically, and every other way possible for what she sees is coming next. Linda's name indicates that she's highly inclusive nature. Everybody to her is family, and she includes everybody and wants everybody to get the benefit of her knowledge along with the benefit of what life has to offer. Her name also indicates that she's got a fabulous memory, especially in the areas of her interest. And of course, who cares about the other areas because they're not important. She also has in her name a likability. So everybody would like her because she's made herself likable, but she's not about to change who she she is and able to get liked. The other best thing in her name for what she's doing now is it says that she's very sure of herself. And that has come from years of practice of learning and gathering information coupled with research to be able to be as exacting as she is in her science. 
Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, Linda. Well, thank you, Sharon. I, that's a delightful uh, interpretation, <laughs> optimistic <clears throat> interpretation. Uh, but I think it's true that I do feel that everybody is family. That, that's a beautiful way of, of putting it. I feel a part of the human race that we're all connected to each other. And even further than that, we're connected to the cosmos. We're connected to the galaxy, to the universe in ways that we can really not even fathom at this point. We can only observe. You know, I would like to have a start with saying what is astrology, just for any of my listeners who are not familiar with that. And then I'd like to get right in with why some people are rejoicing and others are in an absolute state of panic over our newly elected President Trump and what you see there. Okay. Well, what astrology is, is a study of astronomical placements and events, uh, particularly the planetary uh, placements in our solar system, the position of the sun and the planets uh, revolving around it. The study of this kind of astronomy in relationship to cycles and climates and themes in people's lives individually and in human history as a whole. So what this is is a study and a practice, and it's an ongoing thing in the astrological community. Uh, So uh, there's a subject called mundane astrology, which I practice, which is far from what we normally think of as mundane. It looks at the fates of nations uh, and economies and businesses and governments and, and big, big things. And the directions, we, we'll look at a planetary placement that goes back in history. For instance, take Pluto right now is in the sign of Capricorn. And it was in Capricorn in, in the mid-1500s when the Renaissance was flowering and, the, and Martin Luther nailed his 99 theses on the wall and started the Protestant Reformation, which is one of the most profound revolutions in human history. The more recent Pluto uh, in Capricorn for this was in uh, transiting at the time that the colonists here uh, uh, in America were fomenting a revolution, and in just a couple of years, Pluto will return to the position of Pluto at the American Revolution, which is why I have predicted in my books and in my newsletter that we are starting to experience the second American Revolution, and, and which would bring me to your next uh, question about this time. The, the 2016 election was, was just designed to be filled with massive, massive conflict due to the revolutionary situation that we are in now. And that situation is that there is a division between the haves and the have-nots. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. 
Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. tuned know the name and welcome back to know the name know the genius in you i'm sharon lynn wyeth and you're listening to this wonderful show where our guest is linda sherman and before the break she was talking about trump and what this whole last election was all about and how people are so divided on this particular election please continue linda Well, I was just saying the country is very polarized and divided at this historic time because the American dream has always been you come over here, you work hard to educate yourself, and you can make a really good life for yourself. And over the past, I'd say, approximately 30, 35 years, with the outsourcing of jobs and and corporations and manufacturing and this whole globalization project, has has uh, left so many people out. Uh, and this is not the only issue, but it's one of the, the major, major issues, is that dream of being able uh, to make it in America. Also, the, the decent jobs and the kinds of businesses that su- succeed require what you call Sharon genius. <laughs> At the top, <laughs> you need about four PhDs and... and and uh, very, be very entrepreneurial in nature in order to, uh, because things have become so highly complex and advanced technologically that it's very difficult uh, uh, to, uh, and, and companies also, that the deregulation of Wall Street has created a situation where there is more money in derivatives, which are bets. That, that investment banks and companies and hedge funds make. <clears throat> they buy bets at a stock or a currency uh, or, or uh, a commodity will go up or down. They don't buy the stock or the commodity or the currency. They buy a bet. Uh, one is called a call. I will put money out there that says this is going to go up or a put, which is a bet that that's going to go down. And people are completely unaware. I mean, the, the, the crashes that we have suffered recently, particularly in 08, were directly related uh, to derivatives and the financializing of bad subprime mortgages and spread all over the world. Uh, this kind of deregulation of Wall Street has created a gigantic casino in, in the world, and we're about to get hit again. <laughs> we didn't really either under President Bush or President Obama, these abuses were not really stopped. The taxpayer bailed the disastrous disaster out. And the the origin of so many of these things has never really been... Instead, Dodd-Frank put a lot of aggravating regulations out there on smaller banks, and uh, which just created a whole bunch of aggravations and frustrations and really did not stop the global casino. The people in it are making billions of dollars. Currently, the number of derivatives that are being traded is somewhere around $800 trillion globally. 
which would break every bank in existence if they if these things went the wrong way simultaneously. <clears throat> so you so have you the derivative. Do you see the dollar crash? Do you see the dollar crash? Pardon? Do you see our dollar crashing and our economics going down? No, no. The dollar has grown stronger recently for one major reason, and that is that the other, so many other countries, their dollars are weakening. Their currency is weakening. And I see coming up in April a major currency crisis uh, at the beginning of the breakup of the European Union and the beginning of a series of economic and financial crises that are going to hit this year, culminating at the end of the year in the last one, which will take us into uh, a recession. Now, there's all of this deregulation and abuse on Wall Street, and then there are all these people, these hardworking, blue-collar people out in the Midwest who never got their jobs back, who believe that Trump is going to help them. Now, my take on this 2016 election was that whoever the the rebel was, (laughs) whoever the one that represented revolution and change was going to win the election. If the Democrats had nominated Bernie Sanders, if they hadn't sabotaged his campaign, he probably would have won. He would have But because they held Hillary, who was the embodiment of the establishment, and it was under Bill Clinton that Wall Street was deregulated and the NAFTA treaty was signed. So uh, everybody was fed up with the past 25, 30 years of what had been going on that made billionaires richer and the top tier richer and has pretty much gutted the middle class. Uh, And nobody has been coming up with anything. Also, our education system as a whole has fallen. We are uh, just terrible on the list of math and science compared to other nations in the world. We're down like the 47th or uh, we our, our infrastructure here in this country, including education, including water, and, and everything else has decayed and declined because the money isn't going there. The money isn't going to help people at large. And the factories that used to be there have closed. And a lot of these people who lost those jobs wound up getting maybe a part-time job at a, a very low wage. Uh, so these problems have built in people, they're genuine, and they have built in people's psyches. And and I think that the Democrats snatched defeat from the jaws of victory by nominating Hillary, who represented the past. And so Donald Trump, who's a maverick from left field in every way, but who really has had no experience with governing whatsoever, is now going to be our next president. This is a revolutionary time. I do not think it's going to be easy for him. Uh, he's already running into massive conflicts of interest with all of his uh, 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 interests all over the place. And he campaigned against he, he accused, uh, Hillary being in bed with Goldman Sachs, and he's appointed the former CEO of Goldman Sachs as head of the Department of the Treasury and, and another one which will be in his cabinet. So he's been appointing the oligarchs and the billionaires to these posts. And yet um, some of them are saying they don't agree with Donald Trump about everything. So what we have is what this, the chart I have erected for the inauguration shows is massive confusion. <laughs> the, I think he will get some things done. I think he may be able to alter some of these treaties. I think he may be able to bring some jobs back into the country. Or or let's say he may be able to bring some manufacturing companies from Mexico or China back here. The problem is most of these companies is that when they return to the United States, they're going to automate, which means that a lot of the jobs that would have come back are going to be replaced by robots and computers. And Trump isn't even addressing this issue. So I think he's got a very tough time ahead of him. I think that some things that he had nothing to do with, like the coming uh, economic crises, 
that lie ahead this year, the crashes and burnings that he really had nothing to do with, but it's going to be uh, under his watch in his presidency. And well, I you know, you speak, uh, you speak of an ellipse on August 21st as being a very important date for him. Uh, yeah. Why is that? And there is a massive, uh, there is a false solar eclipse that runs right across the United States, actually mostly in the northwestern United States. Uh, and it is right on Donald Trump's ascendant and Mars. This ascendant determined by the time of his birth has to do with the outer persona, the physical self, the, the presentation that a person makes. Uh, and Mars has to do with war and conflict and dissent. And that eclipse uh, hits him. So it uh, uh, it really uh, is going that this is not going to be easy. Uh, with the last time that eclipse occurred here in the United States was when a giant hedge fund, Global Capital Management, failed. And people lost hundreds of billions of dollars. And that was in the Clinton 1998. And uh, the, this is the first time in history the taxpayer bailed out a hedge fund. So there's going to be some big economic crises that he's going to have to face, and it's going to affect him very, very personally. So you think that once he gets in and he sees exactly where our government is and where our country is, that he might resent or regret that he ran for president? Privately. I don't think Donald Trump is the type of personality that admits he was ever wrong. <laughs> that isn't, that isn't, not in his DNA. I don't know what you see in his name, Sharon. You would probably discern a lot from that. Uh, but but uh, I, I don't think, but the, the point of all of this is, is some of this is fake. It is whoever got elected president during this time might say to himself or has said if if it had been Hillary she'd say what was I thinking because because a lot of things that as I said that Donald Trump didn't have anything to do with putting in place or creating are going to come and other things that he has said that that are going to be difficult for him and then hopefully already there are some companies that are announcing that they're bringing uh, jobs back into the United States and that inauguration chart does show some success in that. Well, and that seems like a very positive thing, only if it will last. I know in your second book, um, Fast Forward, Surviving the Race to the Future, you talk about the challenges to the elite. Could you give us like a one-minute quick synopsis of those challenges? Well, what that is based on is a lot of things, but the main aspect was Pluto and Capricorn squared to Uranus and Aries that began in 2011 and lasted through 2016 and is still within orb. Uh, now, this is has to do, the, Capricorn is the sign of elitism, of entrenched wealth and power, concentrated and entrenched. Uranus uh, which is in Aries right now, is is the sign of the common person out there, the every man, every woman. Uh, uh, and Aries is a very high energy, energetic, useful, high energy, and sometimes warlike sign. So when they clash with one another, you have a populace that's clashing with the ruling elites. And uh, and I think for the most part, the ruling elites kind of deserve the the clash. The problem is they're not really suffering from all of this. But but uh, Ray, it, it, uh, stay tuned to know the name, know the genius in you. This show is dedicated to finding out about our future probabilistic futures of what could happen in the United States using astrology. And after the break, we'll find out some of the different ways that Linda Sherman has assisted people with her astrology. Her website, if you want to check it out during the break, is soothsayer.com. And you'll notice that every month she puts out a newsletter on this website that is very informative and lets you know the research that she's gone in and what's happened with different times that the same configurations have taken place you know, in our history. And you'll see that she does quite a bit of research and really brings to life what the probabilities are of what things could happen. So when we come back from the break, we'll see how this particular revolutionary war may not be done with soldiers, but may happen in a quite different way. 
So stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN TV. For more information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world.
Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Linda Sherman, and her website is soothsayer.com. I noticed on your website, uh, Linda, you speak of nuclear fusion being a possible answer to our energy problems with gas and fracking. Would you elaborate that on uh, for us? I'm so glad, Sharon, that you brought this up because this is one of the things that that is, for me personally, that I resonate to because the solution to global climate change, which is is really escalating at a rate that scientists had never even envisioned, the melting of the Arctic, the melting of the glaciers on the mountains all over the world, which have provided fresh water for places like China and India and the western United States, et cetera, et cetera. This is a monumental, enormous problem due primarily, although not totally, to greenhouse gas uh, accumulation and, and a massive warming. And we also know that we've been engaged in terrible wars, conflicts, and disasters in the Middle East, all directly related to oil. Oil nations, the price of oil, the availability of oil, the uh, the waterways and the oil pipelines and, and everything. Uh, and we also are familiar with the terrible disasters of oil pipelines breaking and destroying aquifers. And we still haven't recovered from the uh, BP oil disaster in, in the Gulf. And that's only one of many. Nuclear fission, which is what the nuclear plants are today, is not a solution. Look at Fukushima. And they're now closing down Indian Point on the Hudson River in New York. It's leaking out all kinds of contamination. Uh, It's very, very dangerous. And the uh, uh, leakages have gone into the Pacific Ocean and are showing up in the fishing industries of Alaska and all the coast of, of San Francisco. It's, it's, uh, these are not answers, but we do not have a civilization without energy, without major, major amounts of it. And nobody as evil as the, the, the pollution and, and the climate changing factors in oil and gas are. No one really wants to give it up. Nuclear fusion, more hydrogen fusion, has to do with with tapping into a literally an infinite amount of energy. We could electrify the whole planet with hydrogen fusion and not have any pollution or danger whatsoever. Uh, now, I have been following this for a number of years. There's uh, the ITER plant in Switzerland, in in uh, Germany, in France, these are all developing fusion chambers, and there's one that two years ago in California got a fusion reaction by focusing a laser on a small particle, focusing 129 lasers on a tiny hydrogen particle. But up to now, it's taken as much energy to induce the fusion reaction as, it, as you get out of it. Well, now that's going beyond. They're solving a lot of these problems. And actually, I just got a, a post from my son-in-law about a fusion chamber that's being developed at the University of Washington in Seattle area, Washington State, where, where they think they've solved a good portion of these problems. Uh, I feel this is developing so much more rapidly than anyone thought. It's been called the holy grail of energy. I feel by the 2020s, we will have fusion and it will be applicable. We will develop an infrastructure for it and we will end the age of fossil fuel. Secondly, we will have what is called a near perfect battery. Elon Musk, as you know, with Tesla has been working on this. Uh, uh, and uh, other people that here at Cornell University, I live in Ithaca, New York, they're working on, on this all over. Uh, because right now, batteries are only about 19% efficient. If you get a 95% efficient battery, you can store solar and windmill energy. Right now, if you don't have sun or wind, they don't work. So you could have massive storage capabilities. You could create a world where we don't lose energy. We don't lose our civilization, but we do it sustainably. 
And when when Jupiter Saturn conjunct in Aquarius in December of 2020, Pluto goes into Aquarius in in 2024. I feel that these are among many technological breakthroughs that could create a new golden age for us, and we could figure out how to solve the climate crisis. I think we will also have a new kind of economy that's much more democratic than the economies that we have now that are very elitist and controlled by the the elites. So I think social and uh, development, I think there will be a consciousness change, a collective consciousness change analogous to the Renaissance that could be, uh, uh, we could see how we all are connected to each other that we need to work together instead of fighting each other forever and ever and destroying life on earth in the process. I think there could possibly be a real collective epiphany on the part of humanity in in that period of time. I'm very excited about it. It sounds really exciting. And, it, and listening to what you have to say, I'm thinking that this would not be a good time for people to invest in new cars if they can get their car to go another two to three years and wait for the fusion cars to come out. Um, Alfred Wesch uh, was one of Hitler's astrologers and one of the few astrologers that he did not kill because of her accuracy. And she right, states right. in her book, Can It Happen Again?, that the earth transitions through cycles and each cycle lasts approximately 2,160 years. And that when we're transversing through these cycles, we're going backwards through the Zodiac. And what I found interesting in her book was that she said that always between cancer transitioning and Leo, that there's always a minor catastrophe. The last one being Noah's flood as if that was minor and that any time we're transitioning between Pisces and Aquarius, we have a major uh, transition with the Earth changes, and the last time was the sinking of Atlantis. So since we're again at the transition between Pisces and Aquarius, according to her book, we'd be getting ready for some real heavy Earth changes. Do you see that also when you're doing astrology, Linda? I absolutely do, and we've already witnessed a lot of these. The the uh, terrible Indonesian earthquake and tsunami in 2004, the terrible uh, uh, earthquake and tsunami in Japan in, in 2011 when, when the Fukushima disaster occurred, we've been seeing a lo- an escalation in the number and severity of earthquakes. The Icelandic volcano, uh, which was erupted, I, I, I really do feel that, um, yes, that there will be uh, an acceleration of earthquakes and volcanic eruptions in this time period. And you're absolutely right. We are in the midst of, uh, we're on the cusp of, you might say, between the age of Pisces and the age of Aquarius. And they do are are approximately every 2,100 years uh, reversing, going around backwards in the zodiac. And so, yes, the answer is I agree with that. Do you think the United States is going to be hit as badly as some of the other places? Like in your in your second book, Fast Forward, Surviving the Race to the Future, you talk about it even on your newsletter on com in the January portion. You're talking a lot about what's coming up in other parts of the world and what we're going to see in Europe and in Africa and different places. Do you think the United States is going to be hit with some major earth changes more than what we've seen already? Oh, I think we will be. Uh, it's very likely. Uh, even seismologists and geologists out on the West Coast are sure it's, it's saying a great quake is, is there. Uh, it's, it's hard to predict. I have correctly predicted earthquakes, but they wind up being in a different place than I thought. Uh, it's not my expertise. Uh, there are astrologers who try to specialize in figuring out where an earthquake is going to, to take place. Uh, I, I do feel that the, what they call the ring of fire in the Pacific Rim, uh, Asia through the west coast of the United States and par- parts of uh, South America, uh, there are just areas that are very, very volatile, we already know, and those tend to be the areas that get hit uh, as opposed to an unexpected uh, part of the world but my take is uh, you take 
China. <clears throat> we, we talked about the rise of China, and it's now the second biggest economy in the world. They say because of the number of people, I guess, that are buying things. <laughs> but China is in, in a lot of trouble. Uh, have you seen recently what they call the air apocalypse in Beijing? And I, I've been talking about this for years. China has so polluted their atmosphere. They have industrialized themselves using primarily coal. And even though they are making more solar panels than anybody else, they are really emphasizing coal and oil and burning. And they have just absolutely uh, are destroying their climate. Also, global warming has melted the uh, Himalayan glaciers on which China for thousands of years has depended for its fresh water, and the Yangtze and Yellow Rivers are drying up, which are primary in China. So China is in trouble with being able to sustain life there. The island nations, as the glaciers melt, are going to be uh, slowly, which many of them are, inundated their coastal regions. In fact, our peninsula here in the U.S., Florida, is, is steadily sinking underwater. Um, and salt water is coming in through the streets of Miami all the time now for ocean water, and the Everglades have been contaminated with salt water. So we're going to feel certain places, but I feel that North America, Canada, the United States, will be the most likely to survive these things because of our, the luck of our geography we have the largest inland supply of fresh water in the world, which is the Great Lakes. Uh, and even though they're all, the, all the inland waterways in the past 20, 30 years have been diminishing because of global warming, water is evaporating and may become the, great, the next great crisis that we have is potable water, how to purify. If you were to invest in, in something, I would invest in a company that's doing desalinization or doing... Uh, how to purify and conserve water and how to deal with water. It's the staff of life. We can't live without it. But I feel that here in North America, because of the rivers that we have, because of the Great Lakes, because of the farmland that we have, uh, that we are more likely to survive these uh, times than many other nations on Earth. I'm still... Isn't that a blessing? Yeah, yeah. It is such a blessing. Uh, stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. And after the break, we'll find out what Linda Sherman has in her name that is, has assisted her to become as well-known around the world as she is with all of her international clients that you may have in your name as well that you could also utilize in a similar way as how Linda's using it in her name. Network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN TV. For more information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213 401 
1-800-227-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Linda Sherman, whose website is soothsayer.com, and she has taken her skills to a brand new level in astrology and history and putting it all together to be able to say what's coming next and down the pike. Linda, in your second book, Fast Forward, Surviving the Race to the Future, You mentioned Big Brother and Big Brother watching us. And since we've all read the book in school of 1984 about Big Brother, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing us what you're seeing Big Brother is actually going to be looking like. Well, I think Big Brother is definitely with us uh, in, in every sense we're having this because we are a computer age now. We're an Internet age. We're all on our smartphones. We're sitting with our laptops And now the capacity to observe us, to hack in and listen to everything that we say or everything that we write is unprecedented in human history. As to who Big Brother, it may be Big Brothers in the plural. (laughs) (laughs) We now know that Russia and Putin's people were hacking in 
to not only the DNC or Hillary's stuff, but now they, they say they've hacked into uh, Donald Trump's stuff. It, it's, it's just absolutely unbelievable. I said in my first book, I recommended that if anybody wanted a, a, a bulletproof career to become a, a, a cyber uh, detective, <laughs> to go and be a person who can write protective software to protect sites and to protect emails and to protect yourself on the, on the Internet or on your phones. But I'm now coming to the conclusion it's impossible. Uh, to do it because somebody out there will be so smart and for a t- there was a great article in Vanity Fair magazine about this that I quoted on my last uh, newsletter in which um, some very smart software developers hacked in uh, to Apple uh, re- uh, cell phones and smartphones and uh, they Apple Apple thought they were just hacking proof that they they and they did correct it, but they, some of these nations in the Middle East that wanted to track down dissidents and arrest them or kill them did so by hacking in to their Apple cell phones. They're just, when, when we think of Big Brother, I think of in the plural, it's no longer Big Brother, it's Big Brothers. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did read in your first book, The What Next, A Survival Guide to the 21st Century, where you speak about the cybersecurity and that you felt like this was going to be a continuing problem. Do you have any solutions for us or anything we can do, like other than just being highly careful or any ideas on that? Or any solutions I you think, see coming up? I, I cannot see how anybody can prevent these very, very smart people from hacking you. They will try and they will write temporary uh, uh, pieces of software to protect you. But it's only a matter of time. Now, uh, you and I may not be that big a deal for the Russians to hack into us. You know? <laughs> I don't think Sharon, you're in imminent danger. <laughs> well, yeah. And I don't think that the CIA either is interested in you or I at, at the present time. Uh, but I do feel there may be temporary uh, blocks that people can put in to ensure their privacy. But quite frankly, I think we need to get together in person, unwired, and and talk about things in private and not put things in our emails that we do not want discovered by anybody else. Well, I know that there's a company out in California that's fairly small, fixing to go public in the next couple of years, called Forescout, that is really the leader in preventing hacking and staying ahead of the game with some of the programs that they're coming out. So that's a company I'm watching. Um, Good for you. That's a company I would tend to want to invest in because these people are on the right track. They're going to be desperately needed for an indefinite amount of time to come. They really are. They're on to something. You also have written in your books that this year that it's the winter solstice will exactly conjunct the center of the galaxy at between 27 and 28 degrees of Sagittarius, whatever that means for us non-astrologers. Yes. And that yes. this occurs once every 5,200 years. And yes. so what does history show us that happens at this time of conjunction? I mean, to me, that's like speaking a foreign language. So would you mind translating that into common everyday terms? Well, uh, one of the things everybody was talking about was 2012, if you remember that. That at the end of the Mayan calendar uh, uh, section of the Mayan, not the end of time or the end of the calendar, but the end of this particular section, that they divided into 5,200-year segments. Uh, And at that point, the uh, winter solstice reaches that point, literally, of of the uh, center of the galaxy. Now, what this has been, if we look back in history, 50, approximately 5,200 years ago, uh, all the old civilizations that we knew about, the Sumerians, the Babylonians, they, these all collapsed and new civilizations rose. It's that simple and that complicated. That the, This time period team, uh, tends to be, by the way, associated with major climate disasters. And, of course, they didn't have greenhouse gases produced by people back then. But they had massive floods and and, uh, tectonic changes and everything that may have brought down some of these very early civilizations. 
Uh, and this the cycles have been accompanied by these massive changes and in the rising of new societies. This is my feeling. I, I feel that uh, this is what is beginning to go on right now. If we're going to see the look at the Middle East, which is the origin of Western civilization. It's biblical there. All the earlies, including Egypt and Babylonia, which is now Iraq, uh, it's heating up. The rivers are drying up. Uh, it's part of the reason that all this rebellion, and they're all fighting each other. They're in ethnic, religious, civil wars. Uh, you have a nightmare organization like ISIS that has formed there. Uh, you, you, you look at these nations and these areas, and you see the most intense uh, things happening there to them in that region, and they were the origin of our Western civilization. Well, you know, the Zohar, which a lot of these other books have been written off of, literally states that in the year 6000, according to the Jewish Bible, or the Torah or their counting system, I don't know what you call that of the year, that at the year 6,000 will be the thousand years of peace and prosperity. And we're in year 5,700 and something, according to that calendar, which means less than 3,000 years, we would have the peace and prosperity that's been promised. But what you're talking about is almost like with civilizations redoing themselves or coming out, it's almost like the rising of the ashes, like the phoenix bird. I agree with you completely, uh, uh, Sharon. I think that's a very good way to describe it, that there will be a lot of turmoil and a lot of, of breaking down a lot and, and suffering, unfortunately. Uh, many people, droughts will force them to leave their countries. These wars, we've already been confronted with the Syrian immigration, mass migration crisis, all of these really tragic, sad scenarios. Uh, and But I do feel in the long run that humanity has the opportunity to create, uh, to move its consciousness upward and embrace each other and life on earth and come up when, when you come out of love, when you come out of appreciation for one another, you come out, let's hold hands and create solutions to our problems. When we have that kind of elevated consciousness, then it's when we're going to see the peace and the prosperity that was promised by the ancient prophets. Well, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be that far off, so there must be a lot of transitions happening now. But I have, as I travel to over 72 countries myself, I've met an incredible number of people and blessed their hearts as, as I've read thousands of names and the warmth and the generosity of people when they don't know each other and how kind they are to each other. I really do feel like we're on our way and that we're getting there. And hopefully tragedy uh, won't force us to go there, but we can go there on ourselves. Um, be uh, prepared and be surprised and pleased when you experience Linda Sherman's work. And Linda, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Again, her website is soothsayer.com. And Linda excels through her name is by her ability to get along with just everybody and anybody, whether they agree with her philosophy or not, she has a very pleasant way of being able to get along with everybody. And this is found in her first name, ending in an A. And this is found in your name, too. If your name ends in an A, that indicates that you are made yourself likable and can get along with anybody that you choose to get along with. And if somebody doesn't get along with you, it's because it's their problem and not yours because you're the likable one. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on xzbn.net radio an X-Zone radio station, and also on knowthename.com. Tune in to hear fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. In each upcoming show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. If you wish to know more about your name and how you can discover your innate genius, go to knowthename.com and give yourself the gift of a session to find out what your name says about you. This is Sharon Lynn Wyatt. Signing off from Know the Name, Know the Genius in You.